Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. This is this is not something else too. You went over there, you fucking destroyed it. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. That's uh, sway in the morning, man. Yeah, shout out to Ron Mills, man. Uh, Ron Mills got me up there on on Shea Forty Five. Got me to kick some balls in front of Sway, man, and uh, Michael Rappaport was there that day. He kept fucking around, yeah. right? He was, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was erratic. Right. He was erratic. <laughs> it was very early in the morning. I wither trees and make their leaves uh, to fall off. Right. You hear shook ones and think about eight mile. What? I hear shook ones and think about trade pounds. Uh-huh. Watch your hands. I ain't got a second to lose. 150 on your face like it's 10 minutes to two. Pluck a feather from a crow. Dip it in the witch's brew. Ooh, Stella Melody. Shining like the yeah. dome on Leonard. Yeah, yo, peace, peace, man. This spit gems. Professor and the Madman. You now rocking with the hip-hop advocates. Yeah. Yo, it's fucking beautiful. Yo, E, we got gems in the house, bro. Yeah, man. And on top of that, we got my man Chetty over here. Building today, man. Thank you guys for having me. You know, no, so no doubt. And big episode. If they don't know already, I'm De La Music. It's a rap. It's your man John it's Chetty, Chetty, aka yo. the Brown Pat Riley. You know that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Filling in for our man Figs, who's out in the Himalayas. You know? Oh yeah, y'all, y'all got a PTO now. Yeah, you know we got four one k. You know, yeah, six days. Now. I see that. The money's you know, we yeah, take okay. care of our, our peoples. You okay. know, okay. okay. He's, he's, in the, fix. he's in the Colombian mountains right now, having a margarita. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, James, talk to us, man. Yo, we so hyped for you to be here. What's the word? I'm hyped to be here, man. Uh, Long awaited. Thank man. you for having me. Ever since I seen the platform and I seen uh, kind of the model that y'all was, you know what I mean? I, off top, I'm like, yo, this is fly. This is yeah. this is necessary. We need this, especially right now. You know what I mean? Especially for our oh, scene, Pleasure man. to be here, man. Work. Especially for our scene. Like, our, 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 like this, this level of hip-hop doesn't get the exposure. And I call it like, you know, we're not the mainstream. We're, we're the street level. We're the dudes out there. We're the dudes that go and support each other. Right, and we don't got this kind of platform to, to showcase that. Right, Word up, that authentic hip hop, and I feel like right now I died and I went to lyricist heaven. Yo, we got A one and we got F U in the building. Yeah, hey. and, and what's your man's name again? Skrilla. 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 Nice to meet you, bro. It's fucking great. Yo, matter of fact, talking about uh, F U, we did a performance in uh, Global Goal, mm-hmm. and you know I wasn't too familiar with F U, but yo, he got on stage. First thing he did was like, yo, shut that fucking door back there. I don't want nobody walking around. Yo, and everybody listened to him. Nobody was moving. Nobody was talking. Close that fucking door back there, That's how you capture the crowd. Stage stage presence is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were there too, remember? But he killed it, bro. Yo, so I wanted to ask you, um, yo, what made you get into music, bro? Like, what what, what happened, man? So when when they first, like, created me, they knew, like, yo, we're going to have to keep this guy busy or he's going to destroy the whole world. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, realistically, man, this is just a natural procession for me, man. Like, um, my father and my mother were hip-hop heads. You know nice, what I'm saying? So nice. it's not, there's no, this is just a passing, you know what I mean, of a tradition. So I think the first 
bars I ever wrote in my life. I was about 16 years old. And I mean, we used to freestyle all the time. Like, we grew up doing that. You know what it is. But um, none of us were seriously rapping. None of us really thought we could rap that well. well you know what you, I mean? You didn't have that format. You're like, you, didn't, you didn't have that uh, guidance yet. That's a part of it. A part of it is I didn't think I was allowed to rap. That's, that's another part of it. Well, what, you know made what, you, what made you think that? Well, you know, there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me okay. rapping or coming from where I'm from even. You know what I'm mm. saying? So like a story of Queens, we've never really had no big, big MC come out of there. Yeah. And splash on the scene like that. You Everything you heard so was the bridge. Everything was Queensbridge. Right, right. And it was almost like a story of being the neighboring town, city, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Its own little world. Right, right, right. They were giants to us. You know what I'm saying? Queensbridge is like, it's like crazy to even be in such a close proximity to such greatness. You drive right. by it every right. day. You know what I'm saying? You go to school over there. It's a lot of history. Yeah. It's crazy. So I always felt like I'm from Astoria. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Puerto Rican. I don't think I go, I'm allowed to rap. You know what I'm saying? I, that's kind of how you think of it in your head. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're mad young. You know, but... um, What's going on That's obviously that? not true. We were told when we started rhyming that it's better if you keep your face off of the album because it wasn't that popular to be, you know what I'm saying, Spanish on, on the cover. So I, I kind of feel where you're coming from. Yeah, and obviously all of the Giants, the Legends, Puns, Joes, even Curious George, you know what I'm saying? We always had people, you know what I'm saying, representing. But it just seemed like you had to know somebody or you had to be a part of a pre-existing crew yeah. already or like attached to it in some way. You know what I mean? So just to come out by yourself, you know, it didn't seem like something that was realistic to me. So in the process of freestyling and, and just me and my homies kicking it and figuring out, like, yo, I'm, I'm kind of ill at this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still didn't take it serious until my little man, Christian Vasquez, man. He, uh, he came to me one day. He had a rap. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, check this out. He spit it. This shit was crazy to me. I'm like, yo, you wrote this? He's like, yeah, I just, I said, nah, hold the fuck up, man. I could rap too. I went, you know what I'm saying? I went back immediately, came back the next day. Yo, what you think of this? He was like, holy shit, son. So he was like a lot younger than you? Or? He was a year younger than oh, me. Oh, okay, but you, know you still mean? looked at him as like, like a yeah, little... Yeah, he's my yeah, little yeah, man, yeah, you know course. what I'm saying? Right, right. Just my little right. homie and shit. I was a fucking little runt back then, but too. But you were just kind of like, yo, if you can do this. No, nah, it wasn't so much that. It was just, it was just seeing uh-huh. that he wasn't afraid to do it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That he, he just, he that, just yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, he right, was like, yo, look, check it out. That's what I was saying. Like, That's what I was trying to think. Like, Maybe at that age of 16, you didn't have that confidence yet to... Go full full head at it. Yo, is there an AC in here, Lord? Yeah, yeah, like, shit. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is full. That shit is on full blast. <laughs> and we got the little right, fan with the little fan at. Yo, bring the ladies in with the big gun. Uh, yeah. right? He's going to hook you up with a fan right now. Look. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. But that shit, like, that, but that, sometimes, like, as a young kid, like, it takes time to be like to get that confidence that you get as an adult, as a man, and for sure. that's probably what you needed that that kick in the ass from your man's like him boosting you up, you know. It, it was just ill to see, man. And he came; that was his first rap he ever wrote, and it was it was intricate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't no just a throwaway. You know what I'm saying? It was like yo, this this shit in here, like it's just complex. You know what I mean? That shit definitely lit a fire in me. You know what I'm saying? To I just wanted to share. 
something with him like he shared it with me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just wanted to give him the same feeling. And uh, what happened is, you know, like, took that first hit. And it was like, oh, shit, let me see if these five people over there think I'm as good as this one person. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Go rap for them. Oh, shit. Like, oh, shit. Next thing you know, it's like, yo, Gems is the nastiest dude in the neighborhood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like, oh, shit, I got a neighborhood behind me. I got people mm. from my neighborhood behind me. They believe that something can come from this. You know what I mean? So a lot of that, a lot of neighborhood pride, a lot of just... Queens as a borough, and I stand by this forever, man. Queens is the best borough oh, of all time. Hell you know so. what I'm saying? And as far as hip-hop and lyricists, it's by a, by a long stretch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking about Queens, um, you got a track with the almighty Coogee Rap. That's a fact. You yeah. know what that's I'm a fact. So Peace to Coogee Rap. Queens, he's one of the illest, yo. Yes, sir, man. That's, and, you know, that's a, a shining jewel for me. You know what I'm saying? In my catalog. It's, it's something that... I, sometimes I play this shit and I'm like, "Fuck did I? How did I get on the song with Cool G Rap? No, that's gotta be how did this happen? Yeah. I grew it's a bucket up, list, right? You know what I mean, it's just so influential that style for cats from Queens. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. man, and he, and, he, and he murdered it. You know what I'm saying? It was a it was a good good day. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, your verse is fucking tight, bro. Appreciate it. And talking about Cool G Rap, we know somebody. I won't say no names who was trying to get Cool G Rap on the track and send him uh, five racks. 5000 to be on a song, and he just sent the money back. He's like, I'm fucking with <laughs> oh, you. Shit. So, you know, he, he's yeah. choosing. He, you got to be nice to yeah, be with him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like not that. about for the sure. money. Right, right, it's not right. about the money with him, you know? Right, yep. right, right. Yeah, no, that for says sure. a lot about, your, you know, your skills for getting a dude like that. I, I appreciate that, man. And trust me, when, when I got the word back, the producer's name is Jordy Simons. Mm. Um, he, he's the one who bring it to my attention at first. You know, I was working on the album, and he was like, yo, I got this idea. I don't know if you'll like it or not. But would you do a song with Cool G Rap? He added that. He added that. Yeah. I don't know if you'll like it or not. Nah, I'm just being. You know what I mean? He kind of threw it out there. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, when he yeah. said it to me, right, he right, he, right, he posed right. it in a way if, as if there was any other answer, you know what uh, right, right, like, right, right. like any possible way that I'd be like, well, I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not even a thought. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it, it worked out well, man. I actually, we did the song. It was for Jordy Simon's project, and then. I, I asked him, I said, yo, listen, man, I know this is a big question, but can I put this on my album? You know what I mean? He was like, let me ask G-Rap. Let me see how, how it goes. The rest is history, man. Amazing, Which amazing. album that was on? Garly Features. Garly Features. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking about projects, about albums, yo, let's talk about uh, that banger that you just came out with right now, Happiness of the Knife. Mm. What was the inspiration behind that? The Happiness of the Knife, right? So... I got into, uh, I started reading Frederick Nietzsche's work, like on a, I was familiar with it, but, but not, nowhere next to the level I am now, right? Um, and this ideology of the happiness of the knife, of a knife, something that can be used to damage and destroy having the feeling of happiness, right? Now, there's a lot of people, a lot of scholars that have different takes on this. They might see this ideology one way and then say, it doesn't really mean that. For me, I took it and made it my own, right? So the happiness of the knife is the happiness of me doing what I like to do, which is kill shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's basically, I, I convinced myself at one time that even if it was skillful, if there was negative shit or maybe ultra-violent shit in my music, that I was selling out a little bit, selling out still to my own understanding of the world. Mm-hmm. 
and I wrestled with that for a long time. Um, you get albums like A Dove in the Snake Pit, you know what I mean, where I just, I tried to say nothing negative on that album. Like, I just tried to lift everybody up, but still keep, you know what I mean, still give you that grit, though. Like, yeah. so you don't feel like you're listening to fucking Will Smith, Smith. or something, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, <laughs> I, thought about, I thought about his, uh, his speech where he was like, I don't got to curse, or I don't got to do this, to, and I still come out on top. Pause. But... Yeah, he said that about Eminem or something like that. You know what I mean? That was the shot that he was taking at Eminem that he don't have to curse. So, wow. I'm telling you, listening to it, listening to that album, it, it made me feel like I could walk up to Tyson and get that nigga right hook and knock him out. <laughs> yeah. That was that's definitely the type of energy, intention, man. That's the type of energy you get off of that. You know, the, 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 the shit you come off. Like, the energy, delivery right? is crazy. <laughs> no, no, I definitely won't. Even though... Right, yeah, oh, yeah, turn that shit to a hug. <laughs> Yo, Rub, even I like, um, hype, I got like, like, um, <laughs> you know, uh, taking care of your body and your mind also mm -hmm. because he's, he gets a lot into that as well. Yeah, you man. You know, I feel like he's, he's preparing me for an apocalypse or some shit. Like, yo, get ready because some, some shit might happen. Some shit will happen. Be prepared. You know? Yeah. Well, and the truth about that is that something definitely will happen. It doesn't have to be anything that's controversial or anything that needs a leap in logic to try to understand life will bring you pain. That's just part of this process. Mm -hmm. You will be challenged by people, by peers, your friends, your family. You know what I mean? And these are the easy ones. In reality, people die all the time. Why? Because we eat like shit. We don't care about ourselves. We, we hang out with these crazy people when we know we shouldn't. Why not make it common fair in hip hop, right? That we take care of ourselves, that we have knowledge, you know what I'm saying, of what we're putting into our body. Mm -hmm. It's almost it's almost like hip hop rejects that, like on a large scale. It's almost like, oh, whoa, 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 the machine, uh, mainstream. Are you trying machine. to tell yeah, people machine. something? You For know sure, what I mean? mainstream. So I try to put it in there as much as I can. You know what I mean? Um, the training, the whole my whole physical aspect of me staying busy has brought me back to life. You know, that's why I kicked that movement is medicine shit. You know what I mean? Because I was like some, most people don't know this, but I had a real bad back injury in my life, right? Like a real bad one. I was in bed for like four months. I couldn't even go to the bathroom to the, I couldn't do nothing. I was twisted. And then it took, you know, after that, I started getting better. I still wasn't right for years. For like two, three years, my walk was fucked up. I had constant, constant, like, debilitating pain. You know what I mean? Slowly but surely, I tried everything. I changed my diet. I went vegetarian. I went vegan. I, I did all kinds of things to try to bring my body back to its, you know, its, its proper state. Um, during that time, I realized, like, yo, this is the most important thing in my life is my mobility. Mm. As a, just... Being able to move, because bend, it was, stretch, go to work. It had to be taken away Facts, from you. Bro. And it had to be taken yeah. away from me to understand that. Now, I've always, more or less always been physical. I've always worked out. I've always trained. But once that happened to me and I started to get a little bit of my movement back, I was able to stretch a little more. I said, yo, I'm going to put this shit in overdrive in the opposite <laughs> direction for the rest of my life, no matter what happens. You know what I mean? And medicine, right? So... Getting my movement back, the more I get, the more I'm able to apply the medicine. You know what I'm saying? As somebody like me, I needed that. You know what I mean? I needed a constant, structured training regimen in my life. Like, 
that's just the way I'm built, the way my mind works. If I don't have that, I deviate fairly quickly into negative shit. You know what I mean? So truly my medicine, man. You know, and, and that's why I want to share, you know? It's fucking beautiful, bro. That's shit, a great man. way to, to look at it. You keep your mind busy. Keep your body busy, you know. Keep mobile. That'll keep all the keep you away from all the other bullshit. All the, yeah, all the drama. Mm-hmm. Yo, Chetty, you know that in uh, two thousand and twenty-one, I reached out to my man's uh, Spit Gems to be on the show, and two years later, we got him on the show. You know what I'm saying? So we hype. So um, right now, I got a few pictures. You know what I'm saying? We I was searching. Um, we was doing our research. You know, with you. You know, we got pictures of your social media, YouTube, you doing crazy shit, you know, you doing, you know, you rocking the stage. So right now I got a few pictures here and I just want you to explain, you know, what you're doing. All right. So here's the first one, yo. Talk about this joint right here. That shit was hard, bro. No doubt. That's my boy right there. That's Gorilla Nems. Rest in peace, Sean Price, man. That's, that's right in front of the mural there. Yo, Yo, man, yeah, that's that's the 200 video, man. Just uh, one of my favorite achievements that that I was able to to pull off is a a line for line, like a whole song. That's the writing on that shit was insane. Amazing. And uh, and yeah, yeah, we 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 kind of overachieved. You know what I'm saying? We went further than our expectations. So yeah, man, shout out yeah. to Nems, man. Rest in peace. How you Price, came up man. with the concept? Who came up with it? Nems just came to my house one day. He just came to my crib one day. He was like, "Yo, what are you doing? Let's rap." I was like, "All right, bet." He's like, yo, let's do a line for line. I'm like, this is going to take forever. What do you mean let's do a line? Just say your verse. <laughs> He's like, nah, trust me. If we do th- we started doing it. Yeah, I actually structured it like he wrote one and then you wrote it. We, we, well, I'm not going to give away the sauce. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, don't like, give we it got away. an ill method. <laughs> me and them's got an ill method of how we did that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But as the writing process started, we, here's one line, here's another line, here's another line. So we like, yo, fuck it. Let's zoom in. Instead of line for line, let's go. Let's go two words and two words. Yeah. And let's go. Y'all yeah, like you know I mean? did a lot of switching. Go in and out in different parts right. and try to bring right. you know challenge because a lot of right. people go line for line and right. obviously you know Styles and Jada. Well, you know what I'm saying? TV. Like yeah, kings yeah. of that. Probably the greatest right. ever. So mm-hmm. it's a high bar when you're doing that. You know what I'm saying? And, and if it don't come out right, you look mad stupid on them. So I'm gonna keep it a buck. And people, you need to know this right now. Uh. Don't. Put that line for line shit out if it's not fluid, man. The whole purpose of it is to get a swing back and forth, to get a flow. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it can't if it's like if it feels and if it's not engineered right, well, it, it don't even come out, and it's not gonna come out right. Absolutely, either. absolutely, yeah, man. But uh, you know, it, it has to be kinetic, man. Yeah. It, it, it can't it can't be a stack. Can't be forced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful song, man. Official, man. That that video. Everything came on fire, yo. All right, let's move on to the next one. Shit always pops up in my 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 YouTube mix. Super Talk about mix. this, yo. That's a legend, that's that right guy, there, man. Yeah, that's DJ Premier, man. Um, that is at a friend of mine. I, I should say a colleague. Uh, he owned a place in Manhattan called um, Avenida's Cantina, right? And there was a place called Blackbird, I believe it was. Was it Blackbird? The Blackbird. So it's the same building, restaurant up top, and then the, on, uh, on the bottom, they would throw hip-hop shows in there. So that was one night in there. We was at a show. I just, I walked up to him, and I was like, yo, Preem, this is the ill part about this. This is the shit that fucked me up. I walked up to him, and I, I stuck my hand out, and I said, yo, Preem, peace, man. Spit gems. Much respect. He said, 
know who you are. Wow. Let's go. That fucked me up right there. Like, that that fucked me up. I was like, how do you? I was like, why? Yeah, 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 right. right, right, right. He was like, I'm like, yo, can I send you music? He's like, hell yeah, take my email. Send send me. I was like, you know what I mean? I'm like, that was too easy, man. That was, you know what I mean? But obviously, it's the furthest thing from easy, right? But it it just felt like... Refreshing, yeah. man. You feel like you arrived. Yeah, like, yeah. It like felt a, like a moment, man. Yeah. Just to be recognized by this man, you know what I'm saying? I got a follow-up question. Do you have, is it Premiere? Like, do you have, like, a producer that you're like, this is, like, on my, like... It would, it would be Premiere, yeah. yeah. It would be Premiere if I could get okay. any producer. Right. It, it would be Premiere. Okay. A, sec- a second close would be RZA. Wow. Ooh. For sure. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. That was, that was great, man. Let's go to the next one. This is this is an sign out. Too. Yo. You went over there. And you fucking destroyed <laughs> you it. I appreciate yeah. it, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, That's that uh, crazy. Sway in the morning, man. Yeah, shout out to Ron Mills, man. Uh, Ron Mills got me up there on on Shade Forty Five. Got me to kick some balls in front of Sway, man. And uh, Michael Rappaport was there that day. He kept fucking around. Yeah. Right? He was yeah, he was yeah. he was erratic. Right. He was erratic. <laughs> it was very early in the morning. Yeah. Yo, but it was they, a cool experience, though, man. You went up there to spit, bro. You tore it down, man. You know the caliber of rappers that have been up there that have done that? You know what I mean? So for you to be no in doubt. that. No doubt. You know, it was an, it was an honor, that, man. Yeah, and the man. pressure was definitely on up there, man, because uh, you feel it in that room. You know yeah. how many people have been in that room and on them so mics. So let me ask you on the you know other side. Like, how many people are like, watching you like, on the side? You have like other people? like Yeah, so I, I think altogether, man, it was maybe 15 people in that room. Okay. But you obviously know where you at. And what you yeah. gotta do. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. And you and you know you can't fuck up. Of course. <laughs> yeah, Heather B was there and uh Buddha and Grands were the producers that day. Shout out to Buddha and Grands. And Heather B and Sway, they're like like Titans in this game. You know what I mean? For as sure. far as like hip hop media. For sure. Yeah, you know? They're big. Yeah, Heather B, man, all Glocks down, you know what I'm saying? Like that, and I, I, that was the first thing I said to her when I went up there. I was like, I'm going to say it to her. I would have said, you know what I'm saying? Like, Heather B, real world. <laughs> it was so dope to me to see that song when I was young, man, especially, you know, living, I've been back and forth from Queens to Brooklyn my entire life. Okay. My family is from East New York, Brooklyn, gotcha. and Astoria, Queens. So like my father's side from Brooklyn, my mother's side from Queens. Okay. See, it's, it's funny you ask because we were, we were discussing it like, yo, he's like, yo, is he from Brooklyn or is he from Queens? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not even sure because he be shouting be shout out East New York no and the music. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm not even sure, but it's not like he's just one of them dudes that be all over. Like, like, I'm from everywhere. Later, and I'm like, should I give him more Brooklyn questions or should I give more Queens questions? So I have to like, you know, divide it up. Queens, we'll Queens is the birthplace though, man. Um, You know, I technically... My mother, you know, it's crazy, man, because we lived in the Bronx, too, at one point while my mother was pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So then, like, went back and forth to that apartment for a little while. But I don't mention the Bronx ever. You know what I'm saying? Right. I never grew up there. I never had no real uh, connections connection to the borough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but right. Queens, though, I learned how to rap in Queens. I had my first fucking piece of trim in Queens. <laughs> my first fight in Queens. <laughs> you know, the list goes on, right, man. Right, right. The home of many first. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's move on to this one. And this this video is fucking fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah. Rifle experts featuring Fu. Yeah, uh, this is why yeah. I wore these pants, yo. The army fatigues, man. I see that. Yo. I need a knife. You inspired. Give me the knife, yo. That? <laughs> inspired you. You're fit today. Nice. Yeah, yo. Just a fucking ill experience, man. We we were out there, man. We we out. We out in no man's land right there. You know what I mean? And uh, just just playing with big automatic weapons, having a good time. Yeah, what well, you were looking at right there, dude. But the, the, the reptilians were incoming. 
I could see them from that point right there. It had to be. Oh, nice, man. It had to be. Yeah, it had to be. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said it. Yeah, he's thinking about that. He's talking about, he talking about niggas from Area 51. <laughs> Yo, so hot, but uh, that video, that concept of the video, is, it was fucking perfect. Y'all came through with the with the camo and, and the guns and everything. How you came up with that? We, we just wanted to go to the desert and play play with the guns. Fuck around. You, know I mean? you had the knife, too. You can't forget about the knife. <laughs> my, whole, my homeboy is an ex-sniper. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, you got a bunch of toys, man. You got a bunch of cool shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, let's go out here. We'll go to the middle of no man's land. That's hell. You know? I like at the end of the video that F is like, Watching he that. picks up some, some dirt, and he like, he, he's like tracking <laughs> shit. He's like, that way, and then y'all start moving and shit. I'm like, yo, Metal Gear Solid That right visual, there. too, reminds me of that track <clears throat> off of oh, your, your shit, your EP, the Day 17. That beat, yo, that beat, that thing. That That's shit. a crazy song, right? That's there. a crazy ass track. Yo, we would never see scorpions, battlesnakes, coyotes. That's like that. That's what I thought was I didn't think it was happening at that moment. Like, oh, no, the wildlife was, is yeah, real, yeah. man. Oh, the wildlife wow. is real in Arizona. It's no joke oh, out there, okay. man. Yo. It's no joke out there. The All fucking right. coyote was chasing us. We had the drop top BM. The fucking coyote just following the car. Yo, that <laughs> it's different. Of fact, um, it's different. We used to raccoons and squirrels, right? And then you, you, you end up somewhere like that. You, you see a whole whole different yeah, kind of nature. Yeah, really. Yeah, wow. Yo, was it true what you said, F? Uh, at the end of the video, you was you was like, yo, <laughs> you said you said, yo, uh, my partner's in behind the camera taking the dump. Hundred percent true. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. Y'all heard it, man. The shit is real. Partners behind me taking the shit. Literally. <laughs> 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 shit is real. Uh, All right, man. So the last pick I got here, bro. Talk about this this art artwork, bro. This shit is. That is yeah, I need you to break down trippy. that album cover because that, that shit is trippy. I don't think you have. I don't think you have enough airtime for me to break that cover down to you. To be honest, man, it's it's a this is a layered 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 work Super, of art. Yeah, is that the Bible Super, right there? Yeah. That is the Bible right there, and it's upside down and backwards. Woo. For sure. But um, the artist who did this, his name is Yui Sakamoto. He's a Japanese-Mexican artist. He's a phenom, man. I mean, like, it's ridiculous, man. This That painting, that's that's painted, right? That's hand-painted. That's Unbelievable. That canvas is fucking eight feet tall. That painting is humongous. I can't even, man. I thought this was just digital artwork. That is painted, hand-painted. You got to follow this guy, man. His name is uh, Groovy Genome on um, Instagram. Mm. Yui Sakamoto. Or you could just Google him. Google Yui Sakamoto, Y-U-I, and um, you'll see his work, man. You'll see his collections. You'll see his, his, uh, yeah, he's got, I'm telling you, man, he should be mentioned. guys connect on this? He should be mentioned with all of them, all of them. For sure, he was asking, yeah, how you you guys, like, how'd you and him link up to... So I had been a fan of his for a long time. I was just following him and, you know what I mean, supporting his work however I could. And um, as I was uh, doing the album, I was basically just about done with the album. Okay. I had a few few songs to do. And I I couldn't really land on what I wanted for the cover. I went through a whole bunch of different ones. And then I came across that on his page. I seen it. I said... I said, man, this is this is it right here. Right, this is the crazy. album right here. How I'm feeling at the moment and what I'm ultimately saying. I asked him and he said, yeah, of course, man, go ahead. Wow. 
It's amazing, That's bro. It. Simple as that. That's I mean, there's a lot. Out to Yui Sakamoto, man. That is yeah. absolutely my favorite album cover of all time. Trust and I don't mean just man. mine. I mean all the rest of y'all. There's too. a lot to take in here, bro. I just I just found the hidden baby. Yeah. You know, he's just chilling up there. Yeah, every uh, every shade of man that yeah, represents. Look, that shit look like, like an owl, almost like a bird on top. Two eyes, a nose. A beacon and all the, everything. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going. There's a lot of yeah, shit yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. That's the I don't. One, man. I don't yeah, think yeah, that yeah, those yeah, people like take like, yeah, I like that. You can see a lot of the importance like, of your artwork, like on your like. I don't know if y'all. Well, I remember back in the day picking up a CD mm-hmm. and you looking through like the album. You know what I mean? Looking at the photos and stuff like the shout outs and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And like taking the, the time to the, the lyrics, right? Taking the time to just pick good a good cover like that. It's great. The artwork, man. artwork yeah, is important. Like. A lot, of, a lot of people overlook that, that kind of shit, especially back in the days, like when people used to put all that effort like into making album covers. For sure. See, the best part of it to me is um, while you're listening to the album, you can look at the cover and it's not something you look at it and go, all right, I saw it. You can look at the cover while you're listening to the album and keep finding little shit. And then as you're listening to the album, you'll see certain things that might start make a little more sense to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I, it, man. My favorite one by far, man. Beautiful. That's, dope, man. that's one of my. That's, I, I, I could say that's my favorite album, Spit Gems, because I, I appreciate much it. Dabbled into all you. You got a fucking big ass catalog. There's a lot, and that right there, <laughs> y'all, is searching for Spit Gems. We found them, man. Yeah. The desert. What you doing? Want perks without a premium? Cash App cards offer you the best of both worlds: discounts and offers for free because it's not a perk if you pay for it are you confused about perks in general let me outline for you what is a perk on a cash app card and what is not discounts on your favorite retailers like target nike old navy and sephora that's a cash app card perk piggyback rides not a cash app card perk pre-sales to concerts like drake kendrick and carol g that's a cash app card perk and no hidden fees yes that's right Cash App perks come with no hidden fees. Hope that helps clear it up for you. Cash App offers premium rewards without the premium cost. And while it can't solve all your problems, Cash App can make your money go further. All with no hidden fees. That's money. That's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play and start collecting those perks today. So, uh, my man uh, Rupp over here, before we, was, uh, we came over here, we were at, we were asking each other like how you came up with your name. Yeah, so my my rap name was Era, right? It was New Era. It was back in the days. I know you spelled it differently ago. too. Yeah, I changed the spelling of New Era. I, I turned it into just Era, and then uh, I changed the spelling. I used a three because my old crew, my original crew, was Third Optical. That was my first rap group I was ever in. Mm. Right, so I kept the three for that, and I used the H at the end for Broken Home. So I try to put, like, honor my two crews in my name itself. That's dope. You know what I mean? Um, I changed that because uh, I got into a situation in a bar, and um, I had to cut somebody, right, with a razor. With a buck 50? I got arrested. Charges were pressed on me, testified against me, the whole thing, you know. Um, luckily, I had a super ill lawyer. Shout out to Don Savada. I got around that, and um, but I couldn't. I was on 
parole already for a prior situation I was in trouble for. What I couldn't get around was the parole violation. So I was able to beat the case more or less. Mm-hmm. And I still had to do about still 18, 18 yeah. months. Yeah. So while I, was, while I was incarcerated that time, I'm like, you know, I'm changing everything about myself. I'm already, I'm in that tank thinking like, yo, I'm not coming out the same person. Like, I'm a, I'm a change, you know what I mean? My music, everything. A whole, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to call myself? I don't call myself error. I didn't want to call myself error anymore because I felt like this dude, man, <laughs> the people who I was uh, coming up around at that time, they were close to me. They knew, they knew and understood my career, what I was trying to do, all of these things, right? And um, I felt like they didn't deserve to call me that no more. I felt like, yo, nobody gets to use this name no more, man. This shit is dirty now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, shit. I need something new. What am I going to do? I took what had just happened to me. I said, how can I make this a positive thing? You know what mm. I mean? So, you know, we call razors in New York gems. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's it, man. You know so you're mean? just leaving that. You were just leaving that behind. You were leaving that, you know, back when all that stuff was going on. You just want to stay. It's like a new beginning. You're looking for I wanted that. to be able for the name to. I wanted to be able to have a name that represented me honestly in both my lights, you know what I'm saying? Because okay. the truth is, I've always been a person that's tried to move towards positive shit and growth, you know what I mean? But people. I've also always always been a fucking animal, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it has a double the meaning. Truth, the, gems know, part, yeah. the gems part has a double meaning because, you know, it's pertaining to the gem shit, you know, quick the slicing thing up. Yeah, yeah. And also, the shit that, you know, what you're trying to, you know, trying to offer. As far as in your music, gems, spin gems, spin jewels. You hear it? Knowledge. Meaning, and and at the end of the day, that is my style. You know, that mm-hmm. is my style. It's razor sharp, razor sharp, ag- razor aggressive, sharp. right? Aggressive, but also I'm trying to say something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get your attention to to get a message to you. So it oh, makes sense man. for me. Wow. Yeah, I, I seen that you uh, you elaborated that in one of your interviews. You said there's a positive and negative aspect about my name. And that's was that transition easy to going from the new from the yeah yeah of, yeah because I had not really uh, broken into any like uh, you know nobody really knew who I was as ever even in the street though they, in music knew, you know what I'm saying in the well street, they knew you was right people still call me ever in the street okay right. you know what I mean my close friends gotcha. you know, so. yeah there's an alias that will never leave you right yo Jump said on on that album uh, I gave him a buck fifty like it was ten to two. Mm. And now uh, he's talking about the, you gave somebody a buck fifty. That shit is real, goddammit. Yo, and I think uh yo No lies, right, F? The fans, no lies the when we speak. Yo, they wanna see you spit some some bars, my brother. Okay, okay. They want you to get on that stage and do what you do best, man. Mm. Let's make it happen. So fellas, I think it's time, right? About that time. Yo, this show improves, man. Sphinx, where you at? Make the leads to fall off. Right. You hear shook ones and think about eight mile. What? I hear shook ones and think about Trey Pounds. Uh-huh. Watch your hands, I ain't got a second to lose. 150 on your face like it's 10 minutes to two. Pluck a feather from a crow, dip it in the witch's brew. Ooh, stellar melody, shining like the dome on Leonard Ellaby. Lemon and celery, keep the belly clean. Nice. My leather pelly was crafted inside a felon's dream. Right. Jetta green with the spoiler kitten. Wing on the back, uh-huh. thing on my lap. Case a whole try, swing on the Mac. I'm backpedaling abuse, scoop. Pebble out 
out my shoe, throw it in the peace, shoot it. Oops, they never knew, never you, always us and always up. I bet you know a bunch of rappers and I'm sure they suck. Right. I fold the scroll, behold the heroin pass. Send demons to lift the block, stone carrying flash. Last author of my ilk, still blinding in the bomber, stone flesh. I could charm a gorgon into going harder, harder fire. While liars deny their shadow, I mastered mine, captured mine. Pop a mouth for wreck when it's clapping time. I'm a mastermind, you part of a master sign. Decorated muzzles, got your masters on. Wow. Asinine, the corniest, underworld flunky like Ornius. Thumb sucker, flip on your master to grant me audience. And the flask went up the steps, carrying the stone. Carrying the stone. See that thou be not persuaded, but arrange without using oath to release it. And Yo, and that was show approved, man, with Spit Gems. Let's go. Yes, Kill sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Yo, that. so talk about that song real quick. That shit is fire. I love that beat. This shit is fucking Yeah, shout out to, uh, who did, who did Stone Carry and Flask? Oh, man. I'm drawing a blank right now. We'll, we'll get, get back. Later, we'll get yeah. back to that, man. <laughs> we'll drop his. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll drop his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drop his at, at the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Fire, bro. What was the What was uh the story behind that that joint, man? All right. So, so the title, the title of the song is um, it's from the Testament of Solomon. It's an old, an old uh. Maybe pseudopigraphia. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not written by Solomon. That's that's likely. Um. But uh, in that, it's, it's the story of about how Solomon loses his way, how King Solomon loses his way, right, eventually. But it also explains how he captured demons and interrogated them, right? Like he would literally trap demons and interrogate them. So what he would do with these demons is he would make them build for him. He would capture the demon and then he would force that demon to build his temple, to do the labor, the actual physical labor. So... In the end of this story, he captures this strong, strong demon, a wind demon, right? He captures it in a, in a flask, like a, basically a wineskin, you know what I mean? An old wineskin. He fills that up, and the flask lifts up the heaviest stone that needed to be added to the temple. You know what I'm saying? So the stone-carrying flask is the demon trapped inside of there. You know what I'm saying? That's, no, no, right. So you, right, you right. ain't know you was going to church today. Yo, I, 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 you ain't I know that. Church, bro. You ain't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, sleep, I'm sleeping in on Sunday. <laughs> I'm sleeping in this Sunday. I go from sometimes I used to skip church and just go at the last second and just get the little pamphlet and go home and be like, "Mommy, me, I want to church. I'm a good boy." But you got the wafer. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> proof. <laughs> oh, that was ill, man. There you go. You're you're up. My man Chetty here, he got some paperwork. I don't know what he got in store. I worked on it this week, you know what I mean? Because I know Figs, you know, he's some big shoes to fill, pause. But, yeah, man, I, I had to, you know, make sure, you know. You got a little sign, sign yeah, for my man Spit Gems? Some hip-hop trivia, you know. Uh-oh. Hip-hop trivia, Spit Gems. All right, let's go. Okay, who was the first artist? To have his first five albums debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 200. The first artist to have his first five first albums. First rap artist, I should say. I'm sorry. First I'm rap artist. Know. Is it DMX? Sir. Got it? I need to give him the most choice. Right. You got it? You got it right. Yeah, yeah. You got it right. Ooh, shit, yo. All right. All right, okay. So now we're going to go. We're going go to we're gonna start in Brooklyn. All right. All right. Hold. What was his first number one song on Billboard? Was it 
Hard Knock Life, Empire State of Mind, H to the Izzo, or Big Pimpin'. Dun, 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 dun. Mm. It was Big Pimpin'. That's a good guess, but it wasn't. It was Empire Hard. State of Mind. It was Empire State of Mind. So it makes you, so it, makes wow. you, it makes you think, like, he came out with so many commercial, like, club bangers and stuff like that. That was his first, like, number one song. You know what I mean? Overall, but not hip hop. No, it's ill too. Because as soon as he said that, when he said Empire State of Mind, I was like, "That's that's the monkey wrench." Yeah. <laughs> but no, you know what I thought? You know what? I, you know what? I, was, I, I thought it was. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be Hard Knock Life because Hard Knock Life. Yeah, that album sold four million records. So right, I was like, right, okay, right. well, he's like, he's gonna right. say Hard Knock Life. You know what I mean? So that was the you know. That that but okay, okay. <laughs> so yo, gems is one for one right one, now. One for one. one. Let's one, go. Yo. All right. All right. I just learned something though. Okay. Which one of these old dirty bastard nicknames are false? Dirt McGirt, A Song Unique, Perfection, or Big Baby Jesus? Perfection. Let's go, baby. I went to I went to the strip club perfection. That's why I added that name. So was it Big Baby Jesus? Big Baby Jesus is the illest one though, for sure. And you know why his name why his name Old Dirty Bastard, right? Yes. Elaborate. Elaborate for the for the viewers. Yes. Which rapper was the first non-Wu-Tang member to do a song on one of their albums? So now these albums are not, I'm not talking about the group album. It could be Ray, it could be Meth, it could be Jizza. Which non-Wu-Tang member was the first they allowed to get into their circle? You know, they were tight-knit. If you guys remember, you know, a little, little history before, you know, just kind of go into the, to your answer. They wasn't having anybody else, like, on their records. They were, and not even that. On the tour bus, they couldn't listen to nobody's records. Like they couldn't, unless it was a sample that they were trying to use to make other records. But they couldn't listen to no other rap, so they wouldn't listen to Biggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were saying the star shit, right? So was it Redman? Was it Cool G Rap? Was it Nas or Jay Z? You know the song? Yeah, Verbal Intercourse. Oh, let's go! This guy's good. Let's go! This guy's good. All right. Alright, here, here, here we go. Here we go. Nah, I got, I got, I got two more. I got oh, two right, more. Right, right, cool, be done, cool. be done soon. Um, cause figs do five, so I didn't want to come here, you know, I came with six, so. I'm stepping it up. Cause I was like, alright, he's gonna get the first one like in five seconds, so I gotta fill in some time here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Listen, man, if I'm filling in, I'm gonna step it up. Yeah. Alright, here we go, here we go. We're sticking with the God MC, Nas. On his song, Life's a Bitch. What was the R&B song that they sampled? Mm-hmm. Was it Every Little Step I Take by Bobby Brown? Was it Make It Last by Keep Sweat? Was it Yearning For Your Love by The Gap Band? Or was it Juicy Fruit? It was Yearning For Your Love by The Gap Band. Got it? Yeah. Woo! Let's go! Yo, you, you're not fucking around. I'm right glad now. that one was multiple choice because I knew that answer, but I couldn't remember it right now. You're getting closer to the keys of the chorus. Good question, though, right? Oh, let's go! <laughs> but just let, let Figs know that was a good Drop question. Top? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got one for you. Uh, I don't even know if you're going to remember this, but um, all right. So in the 2018 interview, the Breakfast Club like interviewed Sting, right, from the police. And, you know, they, Puff didn't pay him to, you know, use I'll Be Missing You When Big Passed Away. So, there's an amount that Puff has to pay every day to Sting directly for not using 
proper channels. Yeah, so can we guess the amount? Is it $500 a day? $1,000 a day? $2,000 a day? Or $5,000 a day? Probably $5,000 a day. And you know what's crazy? (laughs) When they asked asked the question, two sting, they were like, Yo, is it true that, you know, Puff has to pay you $2,000 a day to, to, you know, just because you, you know, he used the song without even clearing it. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's 2000 right? And then Puff went in the comments and said, no, it's 5000 God bless. He pays him $5,000. That's $1.8 million a year. Wow. For using that song. And then Juice World just, well, RIP, but before he passed, he used it for one of his biggest records. And Sting gets 85% of that, that record. So eighty five uh, Juice World, you know, he got he got pretty upset about it, and he, you know, he told him he said, "Thank you for putting my grandkids that's through college." That's what it is, and that's uh, that's your, that's your hip hop trivia. That's the hip hop trivia, y'all. You heard it here. I got, I got him on one. I got you him got on me. one. You so got me on one. Yo, Jumps, you came well prepared. And um, yo, Chetty, that was fantastic, brother. Thank you. You're up, man. I know you got a lot more questions, a lot more shit for. Yo, I gotta walk home. My man Jumps is one of the core now. Yo, for real. So, yo, fellas, we got a lot more in store. We'll see y'all next week, man. It's the advocate. I am able to remove mountains. To overthrow the oaths of kings. I wither trees and make their leaves to fall off. Right. You hear shook ones and think about eight miles. I hear shook ones and think about straight pounds. Uh-huh. Watch your hands, I ain't got a second to lose. One fifty on your face like it's ten minutes to two. Pluck a feather from a crow, dip it in the witch's brew. Ooh, stellar melody, shining like the dome on Leonard Ellaby. Lemon and celery keep the belly clean. Nice. My leather pelly was crafted inside a felon's dream. Right. Jetta green with the spoiler kitten, wing on the back, uh-huh. thing on my lap, case of whole try, swing on the Mac. I'm backpedaling abuse. Scoop a pebble out my shoe, throw it in the peace, shoot it. Oops, they never knew, never you, always us and always up. I bet you know a bunch of rappers and I'm sure they suck. Right. I fold a scroll, behold the heroin pass. Send demons to lift a block, stone carrying flesh. Last author of my ilk, silk lining in the bomber, stone flesh. I could charm a gorgon into going harder, harder fire. While liars deny their shadow, I mastered mine, captured mine. Pop a mouth for wreck when it's clapping time. I'm a mastermind, you part of a master sign. Decorated muzzles got your masters on wow. Asinine, the corniest Underworld flunky like Ornius Thumbsucker, flip on your master to grant me audience And the flask went up the steps Carrying the stone, carrying the stone. See that thou Be not persuaded But arrange without using oath to release it And then if it point out To the places where are gold or silver Mark the places and seal them With this seal And bring the demon to me and now depart, and fare thee well.